0: The sensations of the mind are subtle and very volatile. Sometimes passion or irritation can arise completely independent of sensory contact, simply in line with the force of one's character. For instance, there are times when the mind is perfectly normal, and all of a sudden there's irritation or the desire to form thoughts and get engrossed in feelings of pain, pleasure, or equanimity. We have to contemplate these three kinds of feeling to see that they are inconstant and always changing, and to see that they are all stressful, so that the mind won't go and get engrossed in them. This business of getting engrossed is very subtle and hard to detect, It keeps us from knowing what's what, because it's delusion, pure and simple. Being engrossed in feelings of pleasure is something relatively easy to detect. But being engrossed in feelings of equanimity, that's hard to notice, because the mind is at equanimity in an oblivious way. This oblivious equanimity keeps us from seeing anything clearly. So you have to focus on seeing feelings simply as feelings and pull the mind out of its state of being engrossed with equanimity. When there's a feeling of equanimity as the mind gathers and settles down, when it's not scattered around, use that feeling of equanimity in concentration as the basis for probing in to see inconstancy, stress, and not self. For this equanimity in concentration at the fourth level of absorption, jhana, is the basis for liberating insight. Simply make sure that you don't get attached to the absorption. If you get the mind to grow still in equanimity without focusing on gaining insight, it's simply a temporary state of concentration. So you have to focus on gaining clear insight, either into inconstancy, into stress, or into not-selfness. That's when you'll be able to uproot your attachments. If the mind gets into a state of oblivious equanimity, it's still carrying fuel inside of it. Then, as soon as there's sensory contact, it flares up into attachment. So we have to follow the principles the Buddha laid down. Focus the mind into a state of absorption and then focus on gaining clear insight into the three characteristics. The proper way to practice is not to let yourself get stuck on this level or that. And no matter what insights you may gain, don't go thinking that you've gained awakening. Keep looking. Keep focusing in to see if there are any further changes in the mind and when there are, see the stress in those changes. The not-selfness of those changes. If you can know in this way, the mind will rise above feelings, no longer entangled in this level or that level, all of which are simply matters of speculation. The important thing is, is that you try to see clearly. Even when the mind is concocting all sorts of objects in a real turmoil, focus on seeing all of its objects as illusory. Then stay still to watch their disbanding. Get so that it's clear to you that there's really nothing to them. They all disband. All that remains is the empty mind, the mind maintaining its balance in normalcy, and then focus in on examining that. There are many levels to this process of examining the diseases in the mind, not just one. Even though you may come up with genuine insights every now and then, don't just stop there and don't get excited about the fact that you've come to see things you've never saw before. Just keep contemplating the theme of inconstancy in everything Without latching on, and then you'll come to even more penetrating insights. So focus on in until the mind stops, until it reaches the stage of absorption called purity of mindfulness and equanimity. See what pure mindfulness is like. As for the feeling of equanimity, that's an affair of concentration. It's what the mindfulness depends on so that it too can reach equanimity. This is the stage where we gather the strength of our awareness in order to come in and know the mind. Get the mind centered at equanimity and then probe in to contemplate. That's when you'll be able to see.